Young people have always been at the center of the gospel and close to the heart of God. In these youth-targeted messages, Bishop Edwin Ogo of the Lighthouse Chapel International delivers the principles of the Word of God in a down-to-earth style that young people relate to and enjoy. When you are spiritual, you become lively. You become alive. When a sister is spiritual, she becomes alive. When your spirit is alive, you are very active. I mean, you cannot be in a service like this and not be active. Bishop Edwin Ogo is an international minister, evangelist, and pastor of the Adenta branch of the Lighthouse Chapel International. Join us now as Bishop Ogo shares the word of God. So I want us to turn our Bibles to Luke chapter 15, verse 11. Ten minutes. Luke 15, verse number what? 11. I'm reading just a few verses in this book and then I'll go to my foundational texts in the book of Proverbs. And he said, a certain man had two sons and the younger of them said to his father, Father, Give me the portion of goods that falleth to me. I'm preaching already. And he divided unto them his living. And not many days after, the younger son gathered all together and took his journey into a far country and there wasted his substance with riotous living. And when he had spent all, but because of flaming fire, you will not spend all. I said, because of flaming fire, you will not spend all. And when he had spent all, there arose a mighty famine in that land. And he began to be in want. It will not happen to you. And he went and joined himself to a citizen of that country and he worsened his condition and sent him to his field to feed swine. And he would fain have filled his belly with the husks that the swine did eat and no man gave unto him. No member of flaming fire will experience this tragedy in your life. By the way, the SHS and the university students are also invited to flaming fire. You can come. Yeah, you can come. The message I'm preaching in the shine service is let there be light. So when he came to himself, he said, how many, this will not happen to anybody in flaming fire. How many of, how many hired servants of my fathers have bread enough and to spare and I perish with hunger because I'm preaching in um, 
a period of 10 minutes, I will not go on. But this is the story of a boy who was with his father and his elder brother. And foolishness came into his heart. Which is not what is going to be your story. And he took what he shouldn't have taken at that time and used it to destroy himself. How do we know he destroyed himself? He spent all. You must not come to a place where you've spent all. How do we know he destroyed himself? He went and joined himself to a foreigner, an outsider, an abomination. How do we know he destroyed himself? He was sent to feed pigs, which in this Jewish context is an abomination. To feed pigs is almost like feeding cancer to grow. How do we know he destroyed himself? He began to eat the food that the pigs were eating. Only that he almost failed his stomach. But the stomach didn't get full. You won't get there. I said you won't get there. So the Bible says he came to himself. Well, well, later on when you read the story further, there's a fifth reason why we know he destroyed himself. His elder brother, who apparently was investigating his background, even though he was far, discovered that he was in nightclubs smooching prostitutes. Find that verse for me. Verse what? Have you found it, my darling? It's a verse in, the, in this story. Let's look, at, let's look for it. If you find it, let, let me know. Verse what? 30. Verse 30. Verse 30. Go to verse 30, my darling. But as soon as this thy son was come, which had devoured thy living with harlots, harlots, you won't be smooching her lots in nightclubs. And you will not be a harlot yourself. So, 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 this is the basis of the series I am about to start in Flaming Fire. I have done about 14 weeks of temptations, which has gone viral all over the world. The foundational text for this series is from Proverbs 22 and verse 15. Let me titillate you and leave you to go. Proverbs 22 verse 15. Foolishness is bound in the heart of a child. But the rod of correction shall drive it far from him. So the title of the new series that that is about to burst forth across the airwaves and across the internet from the Bread of Life Cathedral 
Flaming Fire Service is titled The Rod of Correction. It is about a 12 part series. The Rod of Correction. The Rod of Correction. Now, I'll just end by informing you that this rod of correction comes in different sizes. Yes. Those of you who were in, uh, well, the, not, not these sports children, when we were in school, our time, when school was really school, our teachers had different canes. Yes. For different assignments. And based, and also, the end, the, my, my, my teacher had a particular cane that he had used plaster. He had plastered the ends and had dipped it in petrol to harden it. So, some of the canes were very slim. So, those ones were used for the back. So, when we do this, Yes, but there were big ones that you were as 10. If the punishment is medium size punishment, you say just 10 and you are whipped. But if it is a very serious, very serious whatever, then the big boys in the class will carry you. Yes, you'll be like a swing, hammock, and they will lash you. Ladies and gentlemen, there are different rods of correction. The ultimate rod of correction is what we saw in the life of this prodigal son. <laughs> I'm about to preach, but I have to stop now. No, no, I, I, no, no, listen, listen. I genuinely feel like preaching. No, but I can't. I genuinely, I, there's something inside me. I, I feel like preaching. Michael. What we experience in Luke 15 is the extreme. Where you are so destroyed that even you, you compare yourself to servants in your house. People get there. But you see, so it was that situation that corrected the boy and brought him back to the father. But ladies and gentlemen, it is my responsibility go back to Proverbs 22. Glory to God. Foolishness is Bound. You see, when you say something is bound, it means that there is nothing you can do to tear it away. Now, it is bound in the heart of who? I can't hear you. Or I should stop. A what? Now, a child is not a two-year-old. 
a child is not only a six-year-old. A child is not only you are tempting it, me to preach, oh, and I don't like it. A child is not just, it's not a nine-year-old. Ladies and gentlemen, you could be 46 years old and be a child. Actually, at my age, I'm my mother's child. Sometimes you see grown-ups behaving badly. Why? Because no matter your age, no matter your title, whether you are reverend or bishop or pastor or mister or sister, there is an aspect of you that is a child. There is a child in everybody. That's what makes rich elderly men buy cars like toys. The cars are arranged in the garage. So when they see it, you are no different from a baby who has also got yellow toy, white toy, green toy, brown toy. I'm preaching already. So, these your parents who are here. These your parents. Parents, please stand up. Your children want to see you. <laughs> please sit down. I don't want to laugh. I can cough. Please sit down. <laughs> PTA members. These your parents are not without this affliction. I've lived long enough to see world-class evangelists and pastors weeping on international television screens. Men whose ministries cut across continents. I've grown long enough. I've lived long enough to see Rich men be reduced to rats in prisons. Point I'm making is there is a child in every single person. And it is that child in you that can bring you to a point of foolishness. No matter your age, no matter your title, no matter your achievements, you see people, rich Wall Street bankers, they make, this, they take decisions that even we, who don't have financial sense, marvel. Why? There is a child in every single person. So every day we live our lives, we pray and say, Lord, help us to deal with the child in us. Because the child in you only leads you to do foolish things. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. And the Bible says there is a panacea. There is a treatment. There is a what? 
a cure. At least I know that there is a control. Something that can control the foolishness in a child's heart. And that is the rod of correction. When it gets to the Luke 15, 11 downwards dimension of stupidity, then the rod takes the form of deprivation. You have nothing. You who are great, today you are far. That now you have to knock and enter a room you used to just open the door and enter. But before you get there, everyone has a responsibility to have his own rod of correction. Before the foolishness enters you, you must have your rod by your side that you apply on yourself every single day. So this series is going to teach us the different rods of correction we can apply to have a normal and a great life before the extreme rod of correction finds us. But I'm prophesying that the Luke 15 rod of correction will never be applied to you. And for, for you to escape this rod, there are rods you must continually apply to your life so that you save yourself the tragedy of experiencing this sketch. On this note, I will end here because next week is rod number one. Rise to your feet. I want to thank once again the pastors of the Adenta Council, the pastors of the Bread of Life Cathedral. I want to thank all the saved pastors, everyone, and all the wonderful members of the enviable Adenta Council of Lighthouse Chapel International. There is only one Adenta Council, and you are privileged. You see, what my son said is wisdom that is not his age. You must be about 50 years that way. To come to a point of realizing that you are actually a special person to be chosen to be in a certain family. Little children like his age don't think that way. You must, be, you must have gray hairs to, to see that even though you were born into the Kwaku family, you can come to a point of seeing that it's a privilege for you to be in the Kwaku family. But we couldn't think that way. I'm informing you, the council you are in, it's a privilege that you are living in this council at this time of your life. And just like him, I pray that you too God will open your eyes to see the privileges you have. That must be constantly seen as a privilege. Otherwise, you will be like this boy. Your own house, you are treated like a stranger because you went far. So I pray for all of us that we will cherish the counsel we are in. And that is why I give that counsel pastors 
9.9 over 10. Because anytime we must be together, I don't have, I don't feel a struggle. I don't feel a struggle, but it happens in many places. Clap your hands for your pastors. saying something. It's not a struggle. Clap for them again. So, on this note, I'm aware that we are all from church. But there may be somebody here who wants to take a decision to give his life to Christ. And I want to ask all of us to close our eyes before I take my seat. Everyone, please do me that favor to close your eyes. Somebody here wants to receive Jesus Christ as his personal savior. If you are here like that, you want to be born again. You came with your friend. You don't, you don't even go to church, but you found yourself here right now. In this service, I want to ask you, if you want to receive Christ as your personal savior, wherever you are, just lift your hand. I'll pray for you right now. You want to be born again. Yes, we are in church, but we are in Christ first before we are in church. If you want to receive Jesus Christ, just lift your hand. Hi, I'll pray. A simple prayer for you and you will never be the same again lift your hand high pastor pray for me I want to be born again if you are here like that lift it high I, 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 I can't see your hand well lift it high pastor I want to give my life to Christ high yes I see your hand I see your hand God bless you if your hand is up please come to the front and meet me here come 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 to it's your life. It's not my life. It's your destiny. It's not my destiny. Come. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Please close your eyes. I want to pray. Father, I thank you. Say this after me. Lift your two hands and say, Heavenly Father, today, I realize I'm a sinner. I'm sorry for my sins. Please have mercy on me. Have mercy on me. And wash me. I'm so dirty. Please cleanse me with the blood of Jesus. I want to start a new life. Not just in church, but also in you. Help me to serve you. To live for you. I turn my back to the world. I'm not going back again. I'll serve you, God. I'll be with you. Thank you for my salvation. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Word of God with us. Find us on Facebook at Flaming Fire Revolution. God bless you richly. And remember, it's a Jesus revolution.